0: Section 36 of The Theory and Practice of Brewing. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Theory and Practice of Brewing by Michael Kambrun. Section 36 of Taste. Dr. Grew, who has treated of this matter, divides taste into simple and compound. He mentions the different species of the first, and calculates the various combinations of the latter, the number of which exceeds what at first might be expected. Without entering into this detail, I think that the different tastes residing in the barleys, or formed by their being malted and brewed with hops, may be reduced to the following. The acid, which is a simple taste. The sweet, which is an acid smoothed with oils, the aromatic, which is a compound of the spiritous acid and a volatile sulphur, the bitter, which, according to our author, is produced by an oil well impregnated either with an alkaline or an acid salt shackled with earth, the austere, which is both astringent and bitter, and lastly, the nauseous and rank, which is, at least in part, sometimes found in beers which have either been greatly affected by fire, or by long age have lost their volatile sulphurs and have nothing left but the thicker and coarser oils resembling the empiromatic dregs of distilled liquors not carefully drawn the number of circumstances on which the taste of fermented liquors depends are so various that perhaps there never were any two brewings or any two vintages which produced drinks exactly similar but as in this case as well as in many others the varieties may be reduced under some general classes the better to distinguish them let us inquire which taste belongs to different malt liquors according to the several circumstances in which they are brewed in beers and ales the acid prevails in proportion as the malt has been less dried and heat was wanting in the extracting water the sweet will be the effect of a balance preserved between the acids and the oils when by the means of hotter waters Oils more tenacious are extracted from the grain, whereby the more volatile sulphur is retained, the taste becomes higher in relish or aromatic. If the heat is still increased, the acids, and the most volatile oils, will in part be dissipated, and in part be so enveloped with stronger oils as the bitter of the hops appears more distinct. A greater degree of fire will impress the liquor with an austere, rough, or harsh taste, and a heat beyond this so affects the oils of the grain, as to cause the extracts to be nauseous to the palate. Besides these, there may be other causes which produce some variation in taste, as a superior dryness in the hops, an irregularity in the ordering of the heat of the extract, too great an impetuosity or slowness in the fermentation, the difference of seasons in which the drink is kept, but as these causes affect the liquor, in a low degree, in comparison with the drying and extracting heats of the grain and in inquiring to their consequences is not absolutely material. Beers or ales, formed of pale malt, in which a greater portion of the acid is contained, with less tenacious oils, are not only more proper to allay thirst, but in general more aromatic than brown drinks. The oils of these last, being by the effect of fire rendered more compact, and more tenacious of the terrestrial parts raised with them, are attended with something of an austere and rank taste. This seems to be the reason why brown beers require more time, after they have been fermented, to come to their perfection. The air, by degrees, softens and attenuates their oils, and by causing the heterogeneous particles to subside, makes them at last, unless charring heats have been used, pleasing to the palate, whereas they were before austere, rank, and perhaps nauseous. By means of the thermometer we have endeavored to fix the different colors of malt the duration of the principal sorts of drink and the tendency each has to become transparent the same instrument cannot probably have the same use when applied to distinguish the different tastes as these depend on a variety of causes not easy to be ascertained yet something of this nature may be attempted upon the following principles as the chief circumstance which produces a variety of tastes in malt liquors is fire or heat acting on the malt and hops and the effect of the air put in motion by the same element the table here subjoined may point out what tastes are in general occasioned by the combination of these two causes. A table determining the tastes of malt liquors. Heat of air. Dryness and extracting heat. Predominant taste. 80 degree heat of the air. 119 degree dryness and extracting heat. Predominant taste. Acid. 76. 124. Acid. Acid sweet. 73 129 acid sweet 70 134 acid sweet sweet bitter 66 degree heat of air 138 dryness and extracting heat sweet sweet bitter 63 143 sweet bitter 60 148 bitter bitter aromatic 56 152 bitter aromatic fifty three one fifty seven bitter aromatic austere fifty degree heat of the air one sixty two degree dryness in extracting heat aromatic austere austere forty six one sixty seven austere austere nauseous forty three one seventy one austere nauseous forty one seventy six nauseous The first column of the table shows the fermentable degrees reversed, as the hotter the season is, the more fermented drinks tend to acidity, the direct contrary of which is the consequence of an increase in the heat malt or hops are dried and extracted with. The assistance of this table, though small, ought perhaps not to be entirely slighted, as it seems at least to show that the useful is seldom separated from the elegant, and that a medium between extremes is most agreeable both to the operations of nature, AND THE CONSTITUTION OF OUR ORGANS. THE IMPRESSIONS OF TASTE ARE LESS IN PROPORTION AS THE DRINKS ARE WEAK. THE STRONGEST WINE YIELDS THE MOST ACID VINEGAR. TIME WEARS AWAY THIS ACIDITY MUCH SOONER THAN IT DOTH THE NAUSEOUSNESS OCCASIONED BY vehement HEATS. THIS CIRCUMSTANCE SHOWS HOW NECESSARY IT IS, IN THE BEGINNING OF THE PROCESS OF BREWING, TO AVOID EXTRACTS WHICH ARE TOO WEAK, AS FROM HENCE, IN ITS CONCLUSION, SUCH WOULD BE REQUIRED WHOSE GREAT HEAT WOULD RENDER THE DRINK RANK AND DISAGREEABLE. That proportion between the salts and the oils, which constitutes soundness and publicity, is most pleasing to the taste, and seems to be the utmost perfection of the art. As the sun never occasions a heat capable of charring the fruits of the vine, we never meet with wines endued with a taste resembling the emperor which we have here represented. This error, being inexcusable in any liquor, ought carefully to be guarded against, and from what has been said we should learn this important truth, That nature is the best guide, and that by imitating as near as possible her operations, we shall never be disappointed in our ends. End of section thirty six. Recording by Todd.